I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wooden sides. Welcome to this week's edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. As we just tweeted out, tweeted out breaking news, Lance has quit the podcast. He said, you know what, I, I looked at this card, following up a, a shitty card headlined by Izzy. We've got a shitty head our card headlined by nothing this week. Um, so he quit. He's a quitter. That's it's, it's what he does. We had too many Jews on the podcast anyway. Had to, you know, cut some bait, uh, trim the fat, as it were, and, uh, you know, maybe we're a little lighter on the forearms now, but we'll survive. We we got... Yeah, <laughs> yeah Wes, back when you used to work on the machines, I, I mean, used, those things... I were... used to have some decent ones, man, but not anymore. They're gone. No, <laughs> They're now gone. sitting in the truck steering doesn't do quite the same, not, no. not quite the same workout for the, the old arms, huh? No. Um, <laughs> we got Wes here. Uh, we got Sean here. Sean seems very upset. Uh, if, if you look at the name, was, we'll, we'll talk about the main event first from, uh, from Saturday night. Was Diaz, in fact, robbed, Sean? Big robbery. Big, big robbery. I don't know what these judges were watching. Uh, I think they were racist. Uh, (laughs) Anti-immigrant, right? Yeah, anti-something. Yeah, it was was about what I expected. (laughs) (laughs) I'm honestly, even you have to admit it was probably better than you expected. It was worse than better. It was worse <laughs> than I expected for four and a half rounds. I mean, like, in in that case, I just have to assume that you were being a Diaz fanboy and it was, your expectations it even, were out of line. <sighs> yes and no. Like, I mean, it is a Diaz. Um, he was doing even less shit and weirder shit than normal like he's definitely <laughs> turning into nick like i i he was taking yeah. it to another level and i don't he know turned why. his back at one point yeah. <laughs> he's showing his ass shit. and stuff like that yeah. like i don't know what he was doing out there i think he just i don't know i don't know what he was thinking i it was kind of weird i kind of expected him to like try to lean on him more push the pace like increase the volume but like edwards just does nothing because he he just doesn't throw he doesn't react to anything so I was like, your only chance is to get him tired. I mean, he just had COVID. He, he's, he has gas before and then just doesn't do anything for four and a half rounds. Weird fight. Yeah. But then, as we discussed before the show, he was robbed because, I mean, if you look at the the ten, or the fifth round impartially, you know, Diaz <laughs> won it. It was a 10-9. Um, he, he slapped him. So that's another point. So it's 10-8. Uh, he rocked him, so that's another point. So it's a ten seven, and then instead of doing anything after he rocked him, he pointed at him. Uh, so that's two more points. So that's a ten five, uh, forty six forty five DS. It it seems pretty clear to me. Wes, what are your thoughts? I mean, I, that's that's pretty spot on. I think even 
we were zooming for the fight and we were scoring it in real time. And mm-hmm. that's how we scored it. Like right in real time. It, it, it's one of the biggest robberies I've seen in a while, but these, um, these judges don't know the rules to a Diaz fight. Obviously <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my biggest takeaway of that fight. Well, one other is like <laughs> Edwards is just the most forgettable dude that the most forgettable, decent Ooh. fighter. Exactly. Exactly. Nobody will talk about about that dude because once again, Nate fucking Diaz in a loss grows his legend. Like, absolutely. More people were talking about Nate rocking his ass, having him about out of there. Oh, if all Diaz fights were ten rounds, they never lose. <laughs> you know, and that's true. The 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 legend and the popularity of Nate just grows again off of a off of another loss, but. That was blew awesome. It. I mean, Wes, Edwards blew it. Wes, question for you. How many 10-round fights have the Diaz's lost? None. Exactly. exactly. I mean, yeah. they're undefeated. I mean, how can you argue with that? Uh, <laughs> what can you say? What, watching that fourth in real time, though, was just it, – it was the best part of the entire fight. Like, Leon absolutely truck Nate for fucking four and a half rounds. Yep. Was just, I mean, it wasn't even close. Uh, he was having his, I mean, like Sean said, Nate was getting so trucked, he was going full Nick in that fight. <laughs> he started turning his back. He was grabbing the cage at one point, shit. Um, but that fourth round was the best part of the fight when, when shit actually happened. And, and man, it, Nate always finds like, he did it to Connor like that. That little fucking, it's that's, almost that's like all he throws when he actually throws, he throws the same punch he, and just he, straight, differs the timing. And every time, and yeah. like it's not even always he sets it up with a jab, he literally sets it up with an open hand smack and then fucking <laughs> down the pipe and rocked his ass, man. And um, I think, I think, oh, uh, Leon would have would have been in some serious trouble if there was another 30 seconds, a minute left. And on the other hand, if they didn't fucking point at him, if he literally went in and started throwing punches. Honestly, I, I, I think people are making way more of that than it actually no, is. I, I think he was going to survive. I, I yeah. really do, too. Because usually when, when you rock somebody, you don't want to, like, jump right after them anyway because you don't know how hard they're – or how much they're hurt or anything like that. So – like also, also he could have got a, taken, taken down by a fucking rocked Edwards yeah, as well. I, I think <laughs> that would have been awesome. Edwards was gonna gonna survive and get out of that, but instead of pointing, throw another punch, dude. You, you <laughs> it's, never it's know. Completely fair. That's, that could have been that's the pure that, Diaz. The right the right finger point could have been the right down the pipe that ends him. Who fucking <laughs> knows? Nate's that was awesome though. That that was fun it, to watch. It was awesome. Uh Edwards just completely blew it. I mean, this was like this is a like a lottery ticket. He actually got a, a fight against a big name opponent that was he was an easy fight. a huge favorite. It, it was a fairly easy stylistic matchup for him, and he fucking blew it. Not like he blew it the entire fight because he should be able to. Like I know not many people finish Nate Diaz, but he's a true one seven year. He's supposedly the number three ranked fucking welterweight in the world, fighting a blown up lightweight and he can't even like actually put like he he beat him but like it wasn't that bad like it should be worse the number three yes. ranked welterweight should destroy 
Diaz. I mean, Diaz has got destroyed at lightweight, never mind fucking welterweight. (laughs) Well, we were saying during the fight, like, Edwards has an advantage from the outside. And then whenever Diaz closes the distance, he is so much bigger than him and can throw him around in the clinch. And, like, out of all of those advantages, he, he did nothing. So nothing. So he there's, was back yeah. to who we don't there's, need to say his there's name. There's few anymore. better things in MMA right now than the cut Brazilians. PFL Brazilians being absolutely fucking <laughs> yammed up and going down there and beating up fucking trash cans. It's great. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's it's good stuff. Um. All right. So we'll move on from that one. We had one of the uh, the actual bright spots. Uh, other than the the minute that Nate Diaz had, uh, Brandon Moreno looked incredible uh, uh, against Davidson Figueredo. I did not expect that. Even people that picked Moreno didn't expect that. So, uh, Wes, your your thoughts on the new flyweight champion? Yeah, I, I got hurt by this one. This one cost me bad and continues my just insanely horrible running MMA. You should you should be fading me as hard as you are Marley at this point. Um <laughs> but I mean props to Moreno just an incredible performance but I, I will say I've never seen Figueredo look like that. Like it it didn't look like the same dude man. Just the the ease of those takedowns were insane. I, I was shocked when he came back and was winning like he was winning performing uh, that he looked as good as ever, and he definitely left the UFC, got better, came back. This was another level. He took it to a completely different level. Um, his wrestling and his takedowns just looked insane. And um, props to him, man. Like um, I think we said that night, it, it couldn't happen to a more genuinely nice guy um, in the sport. He seems like a really good kid, so I'm happy for him, even though I got absolutely obliterated uh, betting. I I'm I'm not sure though just how if if Moreno's great though like I, I think he's a really good fighter. Um, I'm not sure if he's great though. We'll we'll have to see if he can if he can defend that though. That was a, that was a great performance. I just need more proof that that wasn't just a one night thing because he lost. A... He lost the last time to the same guy. Yeah, like I. Like I scored the fight for Figueroa last time. I mean, uh, if if he if the one judge judges it correctly, the fifth round, this fight doesn't even. That fight don't even happen. Figueroa would have won. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a a very surprising result. Uh, just the way it happened, I I thought, you know, uh, Moreno could win a, a competitive decision. Did not see him just absolutely running over Figueroa. I guess we'll see if if if, for, if that was just a one night thing for Figueredo or if it's uh, a thing of more wrong. to come with with something, the way he cuts weight. I don't know. It, it, it was wasn't good. It wasn't good. That's all I know. Not ideal. We said last week, um, you know, who's going to beat or who can beat Davis and Figueredo in this division, and we we said it was Formiga. Uh, and then Moreno came out and did his best Formiga impression. So maybe maybe there was a little bit of something to that. Um, but yeah, a, a guy like that, um, I, I could see him coming back into the another guy who was cut from the UFC. I could see him coming back and beating Brandon Moreno in three months uh, and and being oh, the the flyweight shit. champion. Um, I I don't 
necessarily like it makes it for an exciting division, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the absolute best guy is at the top of said division. So we'll, we'll see mean, what happens in might, the flyweight division. This is like such a success story for, for everybody, you know, first Mexican champion and all that stuff. And then he's going to get laid on for fucking <laughs> three, four, five rounds against uh, Askarov next time out. And then it's going to oh, be in Russian. Yeah, oh, I, I, I right. very much wish Ooh. that it was uh, Roy Val that was next in line against Moreno because that fight would be insane um, if that happens. But, yeah, well... well they uh, Didn't they, they... They fought, right? That's when Roy Val fucked up his Separated his shoulder, right? yeah. Right, yeah. So I'd actually like to see if, you know, that weird accent... I know people were, were thinking... Uh, Moreno was taken over. Maybe that was just because I bet on Rival, but uh, I, th- I think that was that'd be a really good five round fight if yeah. something weird doesn't happen like that. I mean, people were super excited for it the first time, and then it was an injury, so that kind of sucks. So yeah, that that would be more entertaining than some boring fucking Russian that uh, that nobody knows. Yep. And finally, the the fight that happened last, um, certainly not the main event, but. You know, it went on at the post limb, if you will. Um, Facebook. Yeah, you, your guy's boy, Izzy, uh, the man that you say is so great, just comes out there and... Uh, Makes it look easy. Lays an egg against <laughs> that dude from the Goonies that uh, just doesn't know how to fight, doesn't know how to talk, doesn't know how to dress... Man can't even put his shorts on the right way. And we've got him fighting for a world title. What is this that's sport? Why, that's why Izzy couldn't knock him out. His, his brain cells are a little yeah, bit he, short. There's <laughs> there nothing much there. Izzy couldn't could knock him out because he didn't throw any fucking punches. They were traded. He traded in the pocket a bit. I mean, <laughs> people are dogging on <laughs> Adesanya. He lost it. Uh, I, uh, I don't. Know. It wasn't I'll give that bad. Yeah, I, look, I I like Izzy, man. I'm a, I'm a fan, and I I even like watching Izzy perform, even when he's not knocking guys. I like. I I don't like the whole narrative of Izzy's just completely boring all the time. He's absolutely wrecked a couple top three guys in the division. Literally shut their fucking shit off. That's not boring. Um, this one was was pretty fucking boring, man. Like this. <laughs> This was not a great Izzy performance whatsoever. Uh, the only thing I take out of this is that he's still getting better, man. Like, he, he got on his back. He still got up. Um, his takedown defense, once I think the first or second round went by and um, some of those shots started getting more sloppy, uh, but Tori was having problems taking him down. So he, he's, he's still getting better, but, yeah, that, that was a horrible fight. And, but Tori's just – that guy's not good, man. He, he's just. I just big. think that's a bad. I think it's a bad matchup. I think Vittori still can do some things at the at the higher end of middleweight, just because of kind of he's how big and middleweight he's big. is. But yeah, he's big and strong and can he wrestle. Can, he can take so a punch, and he's yeah. big and can kind yeah. of wrestle, and that that goes a long way. <laughs> he's he's very middleweight. Yeah, yeah. Like doesn't do anything particularly well, but he's tough enough that he gets to the top of the division. We will run through the rest of the pay-per-view very quickly. Uh, I hardly saw any of this, if anything, before the actual pay-per-view, so I don't have much to add. But kicking it off, heavyweight division, T-shirt in the pool, Carlos Felipe 
gets a terrible sw- split decision over my boy Baked Not Fried Collier. Wes? Yeah, I think I, I did score that for Collier. I, I know I, I, I had That's some great. money on too, but I, I thought Collier probably won that fight. Um, yeah, that was two fat men that should not be fighting in the UFC. Absolutely. Wait, not. wait until we get to this week, Wes. Wait until we get to this week. Oh, it it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Sean, not much to say. Sloppy, fat heavyweights. This is what you get. Fucking the ghost of Kamosi is really fucking. <laughs> um, French dude got a decision over. Brazilian Italian dude didn't see it. Uh, Anything? French French dude was getting his shit pushed in in the third round, and he's lucky it was only three rounds because he was probably going to get his shit pushed in some more. So uh, was it a was it a ten eight by one of the judges, and that's why it was a majority decision? I think one of them got, yep. and it it probably yep. probably should have been some more ten eights. Honestly, there you go, Sean. Don't don't care. Um, I, I want to bet here, so that's that's a plus. Uh, Steven Peterson beats Chase Hooper. Uh, Chase Hooper is not good, and if he can't submit somebody, he's very not good. Um, Sean, yeah, if you don't go full Mook uh, and you're shitty enough to go full Mook, uh, then Hooper is not gonna not gonna beat you. You you, you need fighters that are absolutely morons and will put themselves in bad situations and then Hooper can snatch something up if if you're even halfway decent. I mean Peterson was even engaging in grappling in the first round like he he, he shouldn't have been and he still won. So that's a pretty Hooper's, bad sign. Yeah, Hooper's grappling I don't like he got a couple of cool submissions but I yeah. don't think it's anywhere near as good as they try to make it out to be. No, it's it, functional. Yeah, it's not he, he he can't even keep good positions though to go for it. He goes for these kind of crazy subs that he's trying to, to catch one. And, uh, yeah, Peterson in the third round was all in his on, on top on the yeah. mat and shit. He couldn't do anything. Um, who perhaps he needs to be cut for his own good. Like there's no yeah. way this yeah. guy should be go beat a bunch and, of shitty guys. And yeah. he's, he's fighting decent guys now. Like Peterson is kind of a journeyman, but he's a tough fucking out that's been on the, the regional scene for years that's fought. A ton of decent guys, man. That was a bad matchup. Caceres is ranked now, and Hooper <laughs> fought him two fights ago. Like, why? Why are you doing that? Uh, the, what the UFC that always serve? very smart at bringing along a prospect. Yep. Uh, this one I did see uh, because it was seven seconds, and it was a clip on YouTube. Uh, Terrence McKinney just blows up Matt Frivola's shit in seven seconds. Just. Get it. Just smoke them. Uh, but this seems like what this dude does. Uh, bad things are happening to Mutanch, folks. How is he getting Wes's. out grappled by Chris <laughs> fucking Kamosi? By Wes's reaction. Gotta watch there. them leg kicks, man. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Um, yes. Anything on this one? I mean, this dude who is is who we thought he was. Um it's just that yeah. I, I think we kind of thought Frivola would be able to survive that early bit. Yeah, and Tur- maybe... turns out the Polo Reyes uh, finish wasn't actually that rare. <laughs> yeah, you, somebody you mentioned that last week. Yeah, 
stop yep. uh, stop doing dumb shit on celebrations. I'll just say that. No, oh, that was good too. That's oh, what, what what happened on the celebration? He, he fucking a jumped up on the cage and then jumped down and probably yeah. blew out his knee. <laughs> yeah, like stop doing that shit. You're not you're, you're not just engaging. Just stop. Maybe he already had a blown out knee and he's just trying just to get it. it on the the UFC's insurance. The dime. Oh, yeah. smart yeah. man. Smart That's man. right. Terrence McKinney, new favorite fighter. If that there. turns out to be the case. Yeah. Um, Women's bantamweight division. I assume this sucked. It was it was pretty bad. What what was worse about this fight was the commentary of Rogan oh. and dumb fuck that old girl's leg literally needed to be amputated while she's sitting there just drilling the Davis in the again, face. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so bad, man. They get on a narrative in a fight now, and it's over. They they don't let it go for the entire fight. It, it's fucking it wasn't even, it wasn't even DC. Felder got sucked in. Yeah. Uh. Yep, he does. Rogan is Rogan hurts just Felder. fucking draw anybody yeah. in. Yep, these dudes think they're on an episode of the uh, the Joe Rogan Experience, and they just got to agree with whatever he says. Just yeah. just nod your head and you know sound like you're high, and you're good to go. Um, moving up featherweight division, this one got me a little bit. Uh, the uh, the boring Russian did boring Russian things to who I thought was a fake Canadian, but it turns out he's a real Canadian, so he lost uh, Evluev decision over Duwadu. Or, dude, what does Lance say? I don't even... Duwudu or something? No, that, that, there's too many syllables that you got right in there. He mixes them all up. He does, like, Duwadu. Wes, what happened in this one? Oh. I mean, Elowev is is pretty he's good. good. He's yeah. he's actually pretty good. I always thought high of him. Um, I just hadn't seen enough, but I I think this is a a pretty good win. I mean, he beat Dewadu like everywhere, and then his wrestling's a problem. That dude's heavy on top too, man. He's he's a he's a good fucking fighter, man. I I still think Dewadu is okay. I just against guys that can that can wrestle like this and control him on the mat. He's in a lot of trouble. Um, he did a, a couple okay things on the feet, but I think Elowet beat him everywhere, man. And that was a very impressive performance for me. Um, he's, he's good. He's good fighter. Sean? Yeah, that being said, I still think there's red flags. Um, that takedown defense was absolutely atrocious from, from Duwadu. Uh, Evelyn right. went nine for Getting 13. back up. That dude literally and, has no clue how to get back. Yeah, none. Yeah, he was he was not doing what you should do uh, when getting taken down. And Evelyn still lost the third round, so that gas tank could be a problem for people that can wrestle. Now, who can actually wrestle? That's a different story. I think I think he can be shut down and he can gas out. It's just there isn't that many guys that can do it. All right, next I think it was uh, Murphy and Calderwood. So we'll, <laughs> Wes we'll wants get some money. There. <laughs> yeah, that was still very, very tough. Very tough to watch. <laughs> like, um, them talking about Murphy, I, I guess she's another body to, to serve up, but 
my god, dude! That the, get rid of this shit. What are we doing? We're Just talking the about next in a line of killers, Wes, <laughs> for, for Shevchenko to survive because yeah. the killers. That's all you can do. They they fucking bring it, bro. They bring <laughs> it. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, next up, I I lied. I didn't only see the pay per view. I did see the last two fights before the pay per view as well. So Eric so Anders. One good and, thing there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Could have skipped it another half hour there and just started with the last one. Well, I I know I watched it. I don't remember anything that happened in this fight. I assume it's kind of what I expected to happen the first time around, where they got into the clinch a bunch and Anders held them and controlled it a bit and. Am I am I right, or did he actually like do things? He uh he kind of did in the third round, or yeah, the third round. Um, I thought he thought he beat him up really good, but besides that, horrible. Just laying. Yeah, I mean, he got taken down twice uh, by Stewart. Um, but yeah, not, that that last that round, he, he put it on Stewart. Cool. Oh my God! Did what, did did Kamozi go down to Nashville and hang out with fucking bro hugs? Like, did he did he actually take the leg kick advice? I think he did. <laughs> I mean, how many leg kicks did Mutanch land there? Because if it's zero, I, I you know who we got a credit for that victory. Um, the final fight before the pay per view ends. I mean, if you're trying to sell pay per views. This is the type of fight that you want to have on. Um, my namesake, the the lesser Brad, if you will, takes a decision over Drew Dober. I kind of thought Dober won this one, but I may have also been enchanted by his handsomeness. Um, so it's it's hard to really judge those fights accurately. Sean, what did you think here? Great fight, Man. either way. I love Dober, but man, you rock a guy and you still don't have good enough takedown defense to, to <laughs> stuff a guy that is a kickboxer. He's a kickboxer and you have him rocked and he's still able to grapple with you and take you down. That's fucking horrible. But This fight should have been over. But we are supposed to be scoring damage over control these days, right? That that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just just check. Just confirming that you know that's what people are saying that we're doing with scoring now. Because um, I mean, the damage was definitely one sided for at least two of the rounds. Yeah, I I think this is one of the uh, a good example of uh, judges and people like uh, putting more weight on the second half of a round because. And the first part of the second round, Dober hurt him again, was laying it on him for the first couple of minutes of that round. Um, and it seems like they, I, I don't know how you score that round for, for Riddell unless you're just putting more weight on the second half of the round. Because Dober absolutely did way more, way more damage, landed more in the first half of that round. I thought Dober won the fight. Um, Besides that, that was an amazing fight, man. That was so fucking awesome. Uh, does Dober have boring fights unless somebody's just laying on top of him? Like, that dude's awesome. 
Um, bad decision, though, in my opinion. I, I, I think you want to fight, like, like Brad said, are we scoring damage or are we not? Because if we're, if we're going by the new rules, you're supposed to score damage. Dober did way more damage in that second. If you want to talk about scoring damage, <laughs> look no further <laughs> than the Bear Jew, baby. This was I happy mean... and sad, though. <laughs> this, was... this was the highlight of the card, let's be honest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was this was incredible. Um, Wes, take us through it. I mean, well, my stream was going in and out during this, so I kind of had to go back and watch it. But You didn't think his arm was bent that way because you just thought the stream was glitching out. You were like, oh, a, man's, a man's arm don't bend like that. Like, I, I don't know about that, but I know I saw a man that looked like he was having fucking convulsions and was smacking a dude everywhere from head from head to thigh. He smacked Bergy. Begging, just begging for the ref to stop it. And somehow ends up getting his arm broken and it's a TKO. Um that fuck that. That that shit dude that's a fucking I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how we're how you snap a guy's arm with a submission and it gets called a TKO. Whether he taps or whatever, can we change that at least? If you snap a dude's limb with a submission. That should be win by sub, not fucking TKO. It should Um, be a technical submission. Just like if you make a guy go out with a choke, it's a technical submission. The the shitty thing is they did call it a technical submission, but also called it a TKO. How the fuck does that make sense? So the, the UFC actually has it as a TKO. And then I saw, like, what is it, Tapology Has it uh, a technical submission, or they originally yeah, That's did? what it was announced as, a yeah. technical submission. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I definitely thought I heard TKO, because I was immediately pissed. I was just like, no, you, you're not going to do I, me I like don't, that. I don't know what happened. I was, I was uh, not greedy for once in my life and uh, <laughs> played inside the distance. I was. Boy, am I fucking glad I did. <laughs> I got greedy for once in my life because I usually always just play inside the distance when they're that big, and I didn't this time. But credit to the Bear Jew for being the man yeah. that he is. Uh, I'm not a big post-fight interview guy. I really don't care what these people have to say. Um, but – he went so far as to apologize to the fans who bet him by submission. He's like, I know there were a lot of people out there uh, who bet me submission, submission round one. He, Bear Jew knows the angles. He knows what's up. Uh, but the best part of that entire interview when he's, was when he said that uh, Jamal Hill trying to tap him felt like an elephant trunk just flopping all over the place. Oh, he said, no, he said it's like a dead fish. <laughs> that too. No, no, that was, that was his arm felt like a dead fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. Trying to tap felt oh, like an yeah. elephant drunk. Yeah, then he, then he says his arm felt like a dead fish flopping all over my chest. Dude, I lost uh, it on that one. That was good. Hilarious. That's, so good. Yeah, that's, that's a man the UFC needs to promote. Um, and, I don't know who they put him in there next, but I hope it's somebody that can't grapple again because, man, it's fun. That was so good, man. Hill's talking all that shit, all that shit before the fight about grappling. He's not worried about it, all that shit. And it was like 
It did not take long. Like he was, he didn't even. He pulled guard. He pulled <laughs> guard and just he fucked up his arm. Like before that, he had kind of that shoulder lock that he got out of, and then he got into it again. Like, yep. Ah, uh, perfect. perfect. Good times. That's um, the best fight. That's a bite. Yeah, best fight uh, picks, uh, the fight only right one there. we haven't talked about yet was. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, the only one we haven't talked about yet is uh, Bilal Muhammad, who went out there with an old man who can't strike and somehow put on a boring 15-minute striking battle. So, fuck Bilal Muhammad. I know you guys like him. Not like you guys, necessarily. But MMA people in general like him. He seems like a nice guy. Whatever. Fuck Bilal Muhammad. Who cares? Yeah, that was sad. That was just, man, Damian Maia just ain't, it ain't it, bro. That little, hey, that little single leg just isn't, it's not Well, working. the single leg, but he, well, oh, actually, he'll like, he'll pull guard from those single legs when he's not getting them, and he wasn't even doing yeah. that. Like, he was trying to do, he couldn't do the leg drag. I don't know. I think he got old. In his defense, if you can defend all of those shots and nothing happens out of any of them, and then nothing happens in the rest of the fight either. That's where it's on you. I mean, this dude is ancient. Yeah, yeah. he's a uh, he's uh, Dana's like he's he's pretty much done, and he's like, I just uh, I want one more fight against uh, against Nate Diaz. <laughs> yeah, like, no. <laughs> get that out of here, bro. That get I out of here. Watch. You ain't getting get that fight, bro. Like, shut up, go You're done. Be realistic, people. All right, that does it for UFC 263. Honestly, better card going in than it ended up as. A little disappointing after all is said and done. Moving on to this week's card. Speaking of disappointing, uh, UFC Vegas 29 is headlined by like a pretty decent fight. It's not a great fight. It's decent. And then? <laughs> yeah. And then well, uh, we say it a lot over the past couple of years. This is one of the worst cards that they've ever fucking put together. Like, there's no bullshit. Yeah, it works. Scrolling down, it is uh, it is rough going on this one. But the importance of any of these fights, other than the main event, is close to zero. I mean, even the importance of the main event is kind of zero. It's like yeah, it's just like a couple top ten guys fighting. Yeah, it's, it, a, it's a decent fight, but it, yeah. no, it's it's a good fight, but it's just like no matter what happens in this fight, it doesn't affect the division in any way. So not right now. I mean, Ige's got a, a decent streak, but I mean, a a, a, a big like an impressive win by a zombie moves him up though in the eyes of a lot. Like, I'm, I guess, like, if he gets... I mean, fuck, in, he, he, he was fighting for, like, as a title eliminator, his last fight out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So like, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think that he's going to get thrown right back into that mix. Like, maybe if it's a big win, he'll get a rematch against Ortega if Ortega wins, or he's a guy that Volkanovski hasn't fought. So maybe they do that, but man, none of those, like, neither of those fights really really interest me at all, so we'll see. Um, I, I think it's a, a different zombie that we're dealing with in 2021 than we were for the uh, 
the twenty teams. Like Faze rolled all last week. This week literally almost every dog's winning. Who's, ro- who's, who's rolling now? Fucking Spawn. Uh, Dan got, Spawn. Is... Yeah, he's got Sorty on the ground with his back and a choked fucking Sorty. This is madness. All right. Speaking of madness, we're going to kick this off in the flyweight division um, where Queen Queen Casey uh, is taking on oh, Laura Procopia. I know that the, the Scottish one has fought in the UFC before because I talked about how her nickname is bullshit and she should be cut for the nickname. Uh, I don't know who the other one is. Do, do we have anything at all on this fight or should we watch this PFL fight instead? Uh, I, think um, you, I think you got the second part correct. <laughs> yeah, there, there's the real, uh, there's the real spawn. <laughs> he finally <laughs> showed up. Somehow he goes from having uh back with both hooks in and a choke set in to getting smashed on the back. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get finished. Yeah, this uh, um, I, I got like nothing on that fight, man. I, I don't even know what we're doing anymore <laughs> with uh some of these women's fights. And I, I'm not trying to to be that kind of guy. Like I enjoy High level women's fights, you just only get one every now and then. I don't know why they're they're doing this. Like seriously, put As we we said it over and over. Want to fight? Put this why. shit. Put and this shit all in one organization, man. Put them in all one organization. Move up the ones that are that are very good out of there and let them fight for whoever's got the belt. If Have you like want to continue this theater shit. system, where literally if you're not in the top five, you don't fight. In the UFC. Well, honestly, I wish we could say that about some of the men's divisions too. That's fair. That's completely <laughs> fair. There's some trash fucking men's divisions too. <laughs> um, yeah, I, low level women's MMA bet the dogs. Is 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 that uh, is that about sum it up, Sean? Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's never a bad thing to bet uh, the dog in shitty fights. I don't even. I didn't even look at that. O'Neal's uh, a dog. O'Neal is plus one forty. Yeah, that's that's probably uh, not a bad thing if you really need action. I think the other chick's better, but I wouldn't lay no juice on on either one. Exactly, that's what I said. Low level women's MMA bet the dog. There you go. Uh, moving up to the lightweight division, we I have Joaquin Silva. Uh, he I think was gonna he's... say it. He was gonna say it too. <laughs> what was he gonna say? You almost got the Phoenix in there. The kick, the kick worked earlier. Uh, there needs to be a river in the UFC somewhere. There you man. go. <laughs> uh, and he's he's taking on good old Rick Glenn. Uh, you know, we're watching PFL right now. Rick That's Glenn, Ricky former. Glenn. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot he changed it. <laughs> Because, um, you know, when you get past 30 and you add a Y to your name, that's definitely a good sign. <laughs> Sean, what do we got here between Silva and Ricky Glenn? Just trying to say young and hip by adding the Y to the end of his name. Uh, honestly, like, uh, Rick Glenn I don't think is very good. It's kind of crazy that, like, I mean, he has some a couple good wins against decent guys. I mean, I guess Bermudez now was kind of over the hill. That Tucker win, 
I don't know what the fuck happened to Tucker because since then, I mean, Ige flatlined him, but for the most part, he's looked good since that fight. Um, and getting flatlined is the exact opposite of what happened in that Glenn fight. Yeah, Glenn couldn't even <laughs> put him out. He had to just absolutely murder him. Um, but man, I think that loss to uh, to Kevin Aguilar is is not great. I mean, maybe Aguilar was better back in 2018. It's just recently he's he does not seem to have it anymore. Uh, Silva's a guy that. You know, he, he he does all right against the really shit fighters. Once he steps up, then he kind of struggles a bit. But dude's got good grappling. I, I think he wins here. Um, I haven't bet him, but uh, I, I might look at uh, taking him or a prop with him in it. Wesley? Yeah, yeah, on a pretty shitty card. I, I actually, uh, I, I like a bet on Silva here. Uh, like John said, Rick Lynn does have some decent wins, but Man, that Tucker win is, is like approaching four years ago now. Like, this dude's fought like three times over the past like five years. Um, and hasn't fought in two and a half years. Yeah. yeah. And, and, <laughs> got, and, and got, I, I don't know how much, you know, better Kevin Aguilar was a couple of years ago. I, I always thought Kevin Aguilar was, was okay. Uh, but it's proven out now that he's like just okay, you know, and, uh, he beat the shit out of Rick Glenn. So I just, um, I don't, I don't think Rick Glenn's very good. Ricky Glenn, whatever the fuck you want to call him at this point. Um, I just don't think he's very good. I think Silva is, is a decent fighter. Um, like Sean said, he beats, uh, the guys that he should beat. And I think, I think Rick Glenn is one of those guys. So, um, yeah, I, I, I like his grappling in this spot too. I, I think we can see that get to the mat a little bit. And uh, I, I'm going to take a bet on Silver here on a, on a card. It's just hard to find some some decent bets on. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning Silva, uh, although we should note that it's been almost two years since he last fought as well. Uh, it's, it's not like these are quick turnarounds for either of these guys. But he's been fighting guys much closer to the top 15. And he's been consistently fighting in the lightweight division as well, whereas Glenn's sort of been hopping between featherweight and lightweight, and uh, he's never really been a, a lightweight, even though he's kind of a long, lanky guy. He shows up a little soft, usually, when he's uh, coming up to, to lightweight, so uh, against a guy in Silva who has a lot of muscles. I do not think that that is going to go well for him. I, I think that the the muscles will prevail. Uh, I like Silva here. I think he can land some stuff on the feet. It's probably a bit safer if he takes it to the ground. And honestly, you know, it seems like cardio should be an issue for him. But I think he's all right there. Um, you know, went into the third round and, and got a finish against Jared Gordon, who is a pretty tough guy to get out of there and, and keeps a pretty good pace as well. So. Uh, I, I like Silva. Um, I, I haven't put a bet on him, but it's one of the things that we were talking about, and I, I can definitely see myself doing that, especially since it opened uh, a bit higher. It opened like minus 150. So, yeah, I, I don't mind much closer to even money on that. Next up, we are in the heavyweight division, the T-shirt in the pool division for the people's main event. We have the reigning champion, Roque Martinez, <laughs> defending the strap against the the seventh Parisian brother, good old 
little carbo Parisian, you know, got abandoned at birth. He, he got orphaned in the Midwest uh, and, and adopted and, and raised on a farm somewhere. But, you know, Carbo, he's he's a real Parisian at heart. So this is this is one to look out for. Um, Wes, what do we have going on here? I don't even know. <laughs> I'm supposed to even talk. <laughs> Bro, That's we're getting not... a title fight early in the prelim. That's <laughs> right. For a fucking treat. I mean, Brad just hyped up his division so fucking well. I mean, um, that's what a, that's what a promoter does, right there. Hell yeah, I don't. I, I think the I think the Parisian brother is is the better guy here. Um, that loss last time to Carter Porter was not good, but man, the champ lost to fucking Dante Mays last time out, dude. That's got to be one of the worst losses you can have as a fighter in this sport. Um, yeah. I more think this just gets sloppy like this. I think this is going to get very <laughs> sloppy and it's going to go long. And, um, I think whoever you, you pick, you, you probably take them by decision. Try to get a, a nice number. I'm leaning Paris in my decision. And um, I wish this was like uh, we could get it back in the day when we were getting the 1.5s at these numbers on uh, on these big boys because idiot odds makers thought that they all just knock each other out when nowadays they all just get fat and sweaty and lay on each other. So I, I like this to go long. I, I like Paris, and I just think he's the – a slightly better guy here. Um, I, I wouldn't say more athletic, but kind of the more bigger guy that can that can control up against less the unathletic. There you go. go with that. Yeah, just a stronger guy too. That th- I think this is going to be a lot of leaning, uh, and he's going to be able to control those positions. So uh, I like Parisian. I think it goes long. So I, I might sprinkle on on him. But Sean. Yeah, Roque Martinez is fucking horrible. Uh, Parisian, I guess, is a little bit better. Um, Parisian does throw some volume. It, it, the guy he was facing last time was able to take it, so I don't know if that's a thing where Parisian was just able to smash a bunch of cans on the regional scene, and then now he comes to a guy that comes up to the UFC, and they're just a little more durable. Martinez does seem to be fucking durable. Um... Parisian like round three, it was open like plus twelve hundred, plus eleven hundred. That's, I I feel like that's not horrible. Um, you never know. Martinez is is a is a is a bowling ball. He he might die of exhaustion in the third round. So, uh, the decision is is not bad. Maybe look round three. Uh, I hope it's just sloppy goodness because. We will need something like that on this card just to be uh, different from just regular shitty. I'm just looking up something very quick just to see. Uh, And Roque Martinez, the champ, has only lost once after the second round. He's lost a couple times in the second round. But if it gets past the second round, uh, that one loss was in a, a title fight. Because, uh, you know, the champ, uh, obviously fighting in, in five-round fights, if you couldn't tell by looking at him, um, you know, <laughs> let me remind you, this man is built for 25 minutes. Um, he, lost, 
<laughs> he lost eight seconds left in the fourth round. How was this fight? This guy was fighting in a five-round fight in 2011. That's right. <laughs> this man was built for 20 <laughs> And had a draw against the same guy the fight before. What are we doing here? Uh, tremendous. Um, yeah. I, I think if this gets out of the first round, which... I really think it does because Martinez is awful. Uh, you, you do not get to be the champ of the t-shirt in the pool division by being good. I, I will tell you that much. So I don't think he is getting Parisian out there. Parisian's only stopping ability seems to be when he just like gets on top of guys and they don't know what to do. Uh, and at least Broke can kind of defend a little. You know, he's sometimes been able to get back to his feet. Or if he's on the ground, he's kind of got that Roy Nelson thing going on where he's so fat that the guy can't really get a solid base on top of him. It's like trying to get on top of a BOSU ball. You're just bouncing all over the place. Um, so, yeah, I, I like this one to go decision. I, I think we can extend the fatties out to two and a half here. Uh, maybe look at the the fight goes to decision. Or fatties go to decision, as I like to say. Uh, and then in terms of the decision props that Wes was talking about, I agree that both guys are probably going to win by decision if, if they win. But the guy that I think is much more likely to win in, in Carbo is only 30 cents cheaper by decision. So plus 325 Carbo. That's, uh, that, that's what I'm looking at in this Love fight. It. Yeah. Moving up, welterweight division. On a card like this, this one feels like a, a bit of a bright spot. We we got, you know, one guy who's kind of known for having massive power and has had some fun knockouts in uh, in chaos. And uh, Semmelsberger looks all right. Uh, Sean, what do you got on this one? Yeah, Semmelsberger's got some power himself. Uh, he's obviously crushed a bunch of guys on the on the regional scene, but. Uh... And I mean, I guess that's kind of what Jason Witt is as well. I don't think that guy's a real UFC fighter. Um, yeah, I just, <sighs> Chaos Williams just like, I feel like he, he knocked out some guys that can be knocked out and are very, very flawed. But when it comes down to it, I think Semmelsberger is just the, the more talented fighter, uh, the better overall fighter. Uh, I think this is a close fight, but, I'll I'll pick Semmelsberger. Um I think he can he can finish Williams or or he can win a decision. I'm not sure if if uh Chaos can can win a decision. So uh with more ways to one, I'll take Semmelsberger. Wes? Yeah, I kind of agree with a lot of that. I, I also just think that at, at this point Chaos Williams is is just kind of hyped up on on catching a couple punches, man. I mean, uh props to him that he he caught him uh but I think Sean's absolutely right, man. He, he caught a couple guys that are prone to be hit and 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 get finished. Um, I I, I kind of think Sells Burger is is okay, man. I think he's a decent fighter and he's got power. Uh, whether it's against, I, I mean, Chaos Williams is not going to have the same sort of guy. So I mean, that, it's kind of a worse thing. Both dudes got got some decent power that can uh, that can knock out the guys they're supposed to. Uh, uh, I, I think that. Uh, he he's got more ways to win here than Chaos Williams. So yeah, at a at a plus number uh, on, on a light card, 
Uh, I'm going to take a small shot here. Uh, nothing big. Um, just, I don't, I think it's a straight fade of Chaos Williams. Um, but I do think he's just getting a, a tiny little bit of hype here, man. It's just not warranted. So I'll take some of that dog money. Yeah, I like, uh, I like Semmelsberger here as well. Uh, I kind of hesitant because all we've seen so far is the good stuff out of him. Uh, he, he beat up a very overmatched opponent in his UFC debut and then got a quick knockout. But the guy that he's facing got two quick knockouts and then lost and showed absolutely zero ability to wrestle. And I think Semmelsberger can wrestle a little bit. Uh, I, I think he can get chaos down a, a few times in this fight. If he doesn't just outright win the, the striking, which is quite possible as well. So I, like you guys said, more ways to win for, for Semmelsberger. Uh, he can do it by knockout. He can do it by wrestling, or he can do it by just being the, the more technical striker. Uh, obviously, there's potential that Chaos is going to get somebody in the first round. I just don't really see that happening in this one. So I like Semmelsberger. Uh, I'll take some plus money in this spot. And scarily enough, that's actually going to be one of the consensus bets for this card because, I mean, look at the card. It's bad. We we had to put something out here for you guys, so we we got the, the smelt. Um, all right, women's strawweight division. We got the little Japanese boy Kanako Murata taking on one of my favorite ladies in MMA right now. You know, you you meet her in the back of the bus. It's good old Vina Handy Joba. Um, <laughs> And she she does what she does. Uh, do do we have anything on this one? I think it's a close fight. Like I don't really. It could. I mean, we've seen handy robes against uh, some other wrestlers, and and they are capable of kind of stifling her her jujitsu. Murata's is good wrestler. She could do that, but. Who knows? She could also get caught, so I, I would stay away from it. It's uh, hopefully it's grappling and, and a bit exciting, but I have bad bad feelings about this fight. Wes, yeah, I think Murata's gonna she's gonna be getting takedowns and gonna spend some time on top. It's does she get caught by something? Um, I'm letting know that she controls her for probably 15 minutes and wins a, a decision. Um, Probably picker and top master, but um, haven't bet anything on this fight. If if I do, it'd, it'd probably be a sprinkle on uh, Murata by decision. That's that's not bad. Plus one seventy five for for Murata by decision. Uh, I do not mind that at all. I do lean to her in this fight as well. Uh, I mean, we saw that when uh, when Vina uh, didn't want to grapple with Mackenzie Dern that she couldn't win the striking there and Dern's striking has gotten better but it's not good um, so I wouldn't be shocked to see Murata win the striking here as well mix in a takedown or two and uh, and be able to walk away with a decision but yeah not uh, not the most inspiring of fights next up the uh, the featured prelim if you will um, it has Alexa Kamer, um, I, I think I saw 
her in one of those Hungarian porn sites, and uh, and he's taken on Nick. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna call him Daniel Negranu's brother because if I try and pronounce that name, I am going to get in trouble. <laughs> oh, Wes- oh. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> I'm not even gonna. We're gonna call him Nick. Brad's yeah. not trying to pronounce this. You don't even Mm-mm. want me to try to go. In that nope. <laughs> uh, look, he lost to Safarov last time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, our boy Kamer. Yeah, our boy Kamer lost the fucking big will. So I mean, who? who there's. I, I, I have levels. No yeah, there's levels. levels to these losses. You know. <laughs> um, I really have no clue here, man. Um, I don't have anything on this fight. I know Kamer's like minus two fifty or some shit like that. Yeah, he's pro- he probably should win. Uh, he trains with a decent heavyweight. Um, I just, man, you can't lose to Safarov and have anybody try to try to pick you in a fight. That's that's my angle here. Um, gonna pick the pick Kamer, but no way I'm laying minus two fifty. I got no clue on this fight. Sean, yeah, I really don't have anything either. Uh, that's some heavy juice, but. This guy might, Nicky Negreanu might be that shitty. So uh, I'll stay away. This is extremely, extremely low level. Um, uh, and it's low level light heavyweight. That seems just it, stay away hard. Um, yeah, this is, this is real bad. Guy um, off a two-year layoff. Like. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, just looking at their fights coming into the UFC, uh, you've got one guy who beat a 10 and 13 guy, a 2 and 15 guy. Ooh, there's a 7 and 5 guy. He beat someone with a winning record, uh, and a 12 and 41 guy, uh, against 9 and 2, 4 and 0, 4 and 1, 2 and 0. So one of these dudes is, is fighting guys that can win fights at least, and the other one is fighting trash bags out in I don't know, Romanian extreme fighting or whatever RXF is um, real extreme fighting in Romania of course Um, yeah, I I think you've got to go with the the guy that's fought actual fighters and done alright against them, but man, I'm, I'm not paying minus 250 on Alexa Kamer moving on Main card, this one, hopefully fun. Uh, I I can see a path where it might not be, but I could see a path where it would be a hell of a lot of fun. And we've got Shitty Lima taking on Matt Brown, who I thought was retired like seven times ago. Uh, and that's happening at Welterweight, Sean. Yeah, the very sad uh, way of... of- this fight happening uh, that you mentioned is if Lima decides to to grapple and lay on top of Matt Brown. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt Brown has kind of always had sketchy takedown defense. Uh, every once in a while, he, he seems like he does okay, but uh, I think that's Lima's path to victory. I if Hopefully, he is not smart enough to do that. Um, if this stays on the feet, then anything can happen. Um, 
I know Bilal Muhammad wasn't able to get uh, Lima out of there, but I think that's just an indictment on Bilal Muhammad uh, and his power. Uh, I think if if Matt Brown wins, he he gets him out of there. Uh, we haven't seen that Diego Lima chin show up in a little bit. I'm not sold that it's completely reconstructed. I think it's just needing to be uh, knocked by somebody who can actually uh, throw a punch. So, uh, sadly enough, I think I'm going to take Matt Brown and probably bet him by KO. <laughs> yeah. In 2021. Wes? You know, I've made some pretty good money fighting Matt Brown in his last few fights. <laughs> um, I'm probably going to bet Matt Brown here. Like, it, at this point, this is the, the shitty, shitty Lima because the other one ain't ain't doing too hot <laughs> anymore either. And this one's just bad. Um, I'm with Sean, so I'm not convinced that that chin is somehow reconstructed out of fucking nowhere. It's fucking Bala Muhammad who fucking couldn't finish a fucking half-eaten cheeseburger. Like, um, Matt Brown's – this is going to stay on the feet. Uh, Matt Brown's going to connect with something eventually and he's going to finish by TKO and I'm going to take a tiny bit of Matt Brown straight and I'm going to take a tiny bit of Matt Brown by KO. Yeah, this is, uh, this, this is, is fun. A rough card. It's a it's, rough uh, card. It's, this is, this is good so stuff. Bad. This is definitely <laughs> fights that I want to be betting on. Um, we have 78-year-old Matt Brown against Diego Lima, who has a worse chin than that dude Connor Sucker Punch in a bar. So it's, That man uh, didn't go down. Exactly. Go down. Uh, th- this is going to be interesting because I could absolutely see Diego Lima being scared and – calf kicking and wrestling his way to uh, a decision against Matt Brown in this one. But man, I really hope that Brown just comes out and just puts pressure on Lima. And we've seen in the past, he does not react particularly well to that. So if Brown comes out aggressive, if he comes out throwing a lot of volume and honestly, even closing the distance, getting into the clinch, he can land some elbows and some big shit on Diego Lima. So I would not uh, be shocked to, to see Matt Brown clip him, put that chin back on display, and uh, and get a TKO here. And at the price right now, we have a, a very nice Matt Brown TKO plus 420. So we're going to have to throw a second consensus of the week what are we for half a unit. Matt Brown TKO plus four twenty. That's what it is, folks. You know, you'll see. You'll see. What you come here for? Just actually. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, all he's right. gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna sub him now. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Brown's gonna sub this one. <laughs> if he wins by sub, there are no refunds on the paid packages, unless you've got the premium package. Then you'll get. You'll get our bets. For next, for next card, free. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we got you. Don't worry. Uh, m- moving up, this is – these are two guys that are apparently in the UFC. Um, Wellington Turdman against another Silva, Bruno Silva. 
I Turdman's I remember him being in the UFC and being boring. I don't remember Silva being in the UFC. Is That's cuz he hasn't been because he was <laughs> supposed to fight. <laughs> wow. All right. Because he was supposed to fight and then he pissed hot. <laughs> okay. Ooh. And that's why and that's why he hasn't fought since 2018. He was supposed to fight Duran Win in fucking 2019 and uh he pissed yeah, he real hot. Protest. Yeah. Wow. Well, he I mean, signed, look at him. He should have signed with PFL. I mean, get that Millie. What are we doing? <laughs> You're getting 20 and 20 in the UFC at the most, and then you could be on all the gas and fighting in PFL and could win a million dollars. What are? Give your head a shake. What are you doing here? <laughs> Who's uh, his manager? Yeah, we're, that's we're that man needs to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that's bad bad ad- advice right there. Uh, I don't know what this fight is. Uh, guy hasn't fought in almost three years. Pop for steroids so who knows what he's gonna look like and then you got the turd man who is just not good uh turd man probably wins but i have no clue who the guy he's fighting maybe that guy comes out and just fucking flatlines him what could happen yeah i've seen a couple highlights of silver and he smashes cans you know i mean he he does while on the gas he does the business (laughs) um I don't know who wins this fight. Probably, uh, probably Beef Wellington, but I, I don't, I don't see how this fight goes like three rounds. Really. One of these dudes is getting out of there. Um, I, I think it's probably Silva goes fucking full gas on, on the pedal and either gets him out of there or, or just finds a way out. So I'm going to throw a small bet on, on the under here. Um, uh, nothing big. But I just I don't see how these two dudes who, uh, like Sean said, one's been on the gas, probably off of it now. Um, Turnman got finished by Andrew fucking Sanchez's last time out. <laughs> so if uh, if Silva's got any of that juice still left a little bit, um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take a little play on the under uh, on like I said a shit card. Um, I'm gonna pick though uh, Beef Wellington to win because he's because he's a dog. And. As you guys were starting starting to talk, uh, things were percolating in the old noggin up here. And I remember Turdman. Um, he took Roberson's back and subbed him, or like almost subbed him, and then took his back again later. He he should have won that decision now that I'm recalling that fight. Uh, beat Perez and then lost to first round Andrew Sanchez. Uh, rest in peace. Oh, wait, no, that was a different Andrew Sanchez, sorry. Um, (laughs) um, Uh. he's not terrible he's not good Uh, not terrible though he he belongs in the UFC and this Bruno Silva guy just popped up the old uh, old sure dog real quick and he's got six losses in his career five of them are by submission so, Turdman getting him down, taking his back real early on. Definite possibility. And the other loss is an other, uh, which was a, a disqualification. So, when this guy loses, he gets subbed. Turdman sub, plus 425, plus 500, if you know where to look. So, I, I'm, I'm thinking that's the angle. 
thank you, gentlemen, for, for cluing me into that, even though you didn't know that that's what you were doing. But uh, that, that's what we're rolling with in that terrible fight. Next terrible fight, man, that cost me a, a bunch of money in oh, his last outing. Juicy J uh, taking on a man that actually made me a bunch of money in his last outing in, in Sungwoo Choi. So we'll, we'll see what happens here. Do, do I side with the guy that's made me money in the past? Do I side with the guy who I hate and has lost me money in the past? It's a mystery. Wes, unravel it for the people. I still don't think much of fucking Julian Arosa, man, whatsoever. I don't, I don't care what happened last time. Um, I just, I don't see it. Um, I think Choi's tough, though, man. Uh, he's he's decent on the feet. He's, he's fucking one of those big, strong guys. I know Lance hasn't pulled that out in a while, but um, I, I kind of think he can body up Arosa here. Um, now, can he get caught with something? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Rosa seems to do that shit for some reason. Um, I I, I kind of like another under here, man. I just think this fight gets stupid, and um, Choi either gets gets a Rosa um, and, and lays some ground and pound or something on him, or Rosa catches him with something. Um, I'm probably gonna just sprinkle on the under here and uh, hope that Choi somehow obliterates a Rosa because I just I don't like his face. <laughs> Sean, what do we got? That's that's actually not a bad angle. Um, hate the hate the face angle. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. It's right up my alley. <laughs> uh, it, it's hard to know. like like Wes. I don't think Erosa is that good. Um, Landware just absolutely absolutely loves taking knees to the face for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, the Woodson fight, like. He was getting his ass kicked most of that fight uh, by Sean Woodson, who I don't think we're very high on either. Um, <laughs> but he survived, and and then he was able to take over. Um, he he Choi, survived because Woodson has negative power. That's true. Let's that's absolutely put that true. out there. Yeah, that is one hundred percent true. Um, Choi obviously showed his toughness and his losses, and then he beat a Mukhtarian, and then Zalal, who was another guy that we were all against because he was just a hyped-up COVID fighter. It's it's hard to know. Um, I, I think I'll pick um, Choi. I think he's the better fighter, and I, I still, still think is a bit of a fraud, but it could be a close fight. Probably goes to, well, I don't know. I think... It's tough for me. I, I think both these guys are are somewhat durable, so it, I don't know that that number on inside the distance isn't terrible, but I don't know. I I, I think I'm just gonna leave this fight alone. Yeah, Wes, did you talk about this? Yeah, you did. Um, I really want Arosa to lose, mm-hmm. and I do kind of like Choi. But I'm not sure that's the way this one goes. Um, I, I think in order for that to happen, that Choi has to get inside and maybe get some takedowns, um, just sort of like muscle a Rosa around because he's one of those like skinny fat dudes um, with with no muscle definition at all. So don't like that. Nope. Don't want to watch that on my TV. 
Uh, if you're going to be not in shape, I want you to be obesely fat like uh, Roque Martinez. <laughs> um, that, that's no the way it should be. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that Arosa might actually be able to like pick him off with uh, some straight shots and you know that knee that he landed last time as well. So I, I'm a bit hesitant on this one. Um, the line is too long for me to want to bet Choi in this spot. I don't hate the under angle because I think both of these guys have been finished in most of their losses. Um, maybe if you want to get super sneaky with it too, you can uh, also do the under one and a half because most of the times in these fights where uh, a guy is going to lose by stoppage, it, it's going to be in the first round that that happens. So, yeah, if you uh, you want to get a, a little bit of extra uh, return on your buck um, or your losing bet, either way, um, that works for you. But I, I don't really know who I'm going to pick. I'm probably going to take a Rosa and Toutmaster um, because, like, the, the extra money. But I hate myself just for saying that. I feel like I need to take a shower. Uh all right, moving up. Bantamweight division. This one's a bit of a cleanser. It's it's nice. It's uh you know, I dude that's ranked against Davy Grant and the left hook of doom. I mean uh, <laughs> uh, how can you not love that? Davy Grant's just that's what he does, Wes. He he knocks people out with the left hook. Doesn't matter what you do to him. <laughs> it's is what happens at the end of the day. Sean, we'll, we'll let you start off on this one. Let just Wes just stew, boy. stew over there about Davy Grant's beautiful left hook. Oh, it boy. was beautiful. I mean, I cashed a, a plus 620 on inside the distance and him straight at like plus 265 last time. Uh, mm-hmm. That was uh, that was a beautiful uh, uh, punch he, he threw there. Um, it's weird that these guys fought each other like six years ago. Uh <laughs> Or was it, yeah, five or six years ago? Yeah, five years ago. Uh, uh, yeah, February 2016. And Grant 3026'd him, which <laughs> back in 2016 basically mean like, he had to have murdered him in one of those rounds. <laughs> and, like, I, that's crazy to think that, that he would have lost to Davy Grant at this time, because Marlon Vera has got a lot better since that time. Um, <laughs> Davy Grant is kind of who he is. He's he's an older guy that is is hitting some some crazy uh, crazy like late finish knockouts and kind of pulling some shit out of his ass. I I really think Marlon Vera is going to win this fight. Um, it, it's just mind boggling that it was thirty twenty six the other way and now the other guy is like minus two forty or whatever he is. <laughs> Um, minus 200. Um, I'm probably going to parlay Vera. I just think he's much better. I, I, I got my, my awesome plus money on, on Davy Grant against some shady fighters. Vera's tough. Vera has improved so much from the last fight. I think he's just going to outpoint him, probably outwrestle him, even though Grant outwrestled him last time. Um, I think it's going to be a, a fairly one-sided fight. The, the crazy thing is that even though this is definitely the best dude that Davy Grant has ever fought, uh, this is only like the 
second or no, this is like the the second worst price that we've gotten on him in like five years. Like he's been a, a big dog in, in or not a big dog, but like a, a pretty moderate dog in most of his fights. Bermudez, Popov, um, I think against Day, he was a bit of a dog. Against Martinez, obviously, huge dog. And it, pretty much the same thing here, even though the level of competition is way higher. Wes? Yeah, yeah, the the level of competition is so much different. And, you know, since, since that first fight, Davy Grant's fought five times. Marlon Barris fought 14 times. <laughs> And fought all of that competition in between. Just a completely, I mean, a completely different fighter from one of these dudes has been in the cage with Jose Aldo. Yeah. And, a, and a lot of, and a lot of other guys too. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, just recently with, with an all time great and like a contender at, in the, in this weight class now, you know, um, yeah, th- this Davy Grant's going to get pieced up there. Like, do you see Davy Grant land, legitimately landing a left hook and knocking out Marlon Barrett? <laughs> I, I just absolutely not. I cannot see that. If that happens, it fucking happens, and Davy Grant gets me once again. But I'm I'm gonna bank on somewhat some pedigree here, and I, I just think it's it's probably gonna end up on the feet most of the time, and Marlon Barrett's gonna be lighting Davy Grant's ass up, and. Um, this is actually – it's a pretty good price, man, on Marlon Bear against a massive step down in competition. Like a as big of a step down in competition as a dude can make, going from Jose Aldo to fucking Davy Grant. Like the, there's, there's pretty much a no reason British for this fight to rapper. happen other than they've fought once before way back when. Because if these were – if they had never fought before, this fight would not be happening. Yeah, and if they – I don't think that they this line would be even close to that either. Like they have to be looking at that somewhat, right? For Marlon Bear to be what minus two hundred against Davy Grant here. Like Marlon Bear was not too long ago, he was big phase or not big phase, but minus two fifty and shit against like legitimate guys in some fights. Not Davy fucking Grant. So <laughs> I I like Bear here. Um this this probably goes to decision too. I, I don't know what Bear by decision is. I haven't looked at that, but um, Davy Grant's tough, and I, I think it's more going to be kind of on the feet and Bear just kind of boxing him up uh, for a lot of this fight. Um, so I like kind of Bear by decision. Uh, I'll probably just parlay with something, uh, find a prop. Uh, but yeah, follow Bear for me. Plus one ninety, Wes. That's that's a big swing. In a price. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I do not hate that at all. I think this price just on the money line is kind of crazy. Um, let, let's not forget. Uh, I know Sean cashed uh, I, on uh, Grant against Martinez last time. Uh, I I cashed against um, Day the time before that. He got dropped by those guys in both of those fights. Like it's not like he's winning these fights easily. He is taking some shit against these kind of lower level fighters. So I think Marlon Vera is going to light him up. Um, Davy Grant is extremely tough. I, I Maybe he can survive. Uh, I'm not sure that I want to take that risk, although plus 190 is not a bad price at all to, to consider that. 
but I think I'm going to have to find something to uh, to parlay bear with because I don't see the same thing happening in this fight that happened in the first fight. Bear is a way better wrestler now. Uh, even in the first fight, he was able to get takedowns in that fight. I know he got reversed at one point and kind of dominated for the rest of that round. His grappling is way better now, too, so I don't see that happening. So I, I like Vera. Um, I- I'm not exactly sure. Maybe he can actually rock Grant and, and follow up and finish him off, but uh, even if he wins the decision, I, I think I'm just going to take him at- on the money line, and uh, we'll see what we can find to uh, throw in there with him. Co-main event time, heavyweights, but not like the good kind of heavyweights, just like uh, these these are big humans. Um, although you do have to enjoy a Linux Ezekiel chokes. Uh, he, he's a man of the Bible, as they say, a man of the cloth. Um, and he's taken on Sergei Spivak, who has, from what I have told, uh, been able to tell through careful scientific research, 74 different spellings of his name. There's there's a lot of them. Wes, what do we got here? Yeah, I think this is uh this is a tough one for for our, our boy Alenic uh, here. Um we kind of talked before the show that, you know, uh, Brad probably thinks a, a little bit more of Spivak than than I do, but in, in this fight um I think he's going to end up on top of Olenek just laying some blows, man. Like, he's got some ground-and-pound finishes. Um, his, his takedowns aren't horrible, and he seems to always end up on top. And I think that's what happened. I don't think Olenek can grab a, some kind of crazy choke on him. I just don't see that anymore at this point. And I think Spivak ends up getting him down and gets on top and laying some blows and stopping this fight. So um, I, I'm going to pick him. I, I don't know if I can I can bet him. It's I don't know. It's tough. Like it's low level heavyweights, man. <laughs> I, just, I, I don't know if I could I could put any money on him, but I mean, him with Marlon Barris should cash, right? Like, is a yeah. is a Linux really gonna catch uh, a choke on him? I just I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I don't see it. I, I like speed back here. I, I don't know if I can I can bet him, but um, I, I do think he gets a finisher. I think he does end up on top, and he lands some ground to Spivak and Vera at Dimes is plus 117. A little bit worse than that at Ben Online, but around the same area. Lincoln wins. Yeah, that that seems good to me. Sean? Yeah, I don't think I'm as sold on Spivak as either of you. I mean, I'm not touching Olenek. He's ancient. (laughs) He is ancient. He has got smashed the last two times he's been out there. He has many lifetimes worth of of damage. Um, The thing is, Spivak usually has a lot more success when when he is grappling. And I'm not saying that he doesn't like, he doesn't have success down there. It's just Olenek's best opportunity to win this fight is grappling. And is Spivak going to make it a grappling match? Whether he wins that grappling because he's on top and smashing, it's a different story. But you're still playing that game. And in low-level heavyweights, dumb shit happens. Um, Especially when you got that Ezekiel choke from being mounted. 
Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that is that is some low-level heavyweight shit, but it does <laughs> seem to work. Um, I'm just going to stay away. I'll, I'll pick Spivak. I, I do think he wins. It's just um, if if he ends up just getting choked while mounted or something, I will be very pleased that I didn't have money on him if that does happen. Yeah, I I like Spivak here. I, I think you could probably tell by uh, <laughs> the way that Wes and I were talking about bets. Um, yeah, I, I think he's able to probably keep this on the feet early if he wants to. Uh, and even if it does get to the ground, I, I think he can survive. He's not going to get, like, scarf-holded or, or anything like that. Uh, and then this, once this gets past the three, four-minute mark, Olenek doesn't have much left in him at this point. But I don't find Spivak to be like a, a heavy hitting finisher. I, I I really don't think he's gonna put the nails in the coffin or anything like that. So I kind of like the uh, the over one and a half here. We they're not super fat, but we might get some fatties at plus one thirty five. I'm gonna take the shot on that, uh, and I think that's all I'm I'm really hoping for. After that, it can get as ugly as anybody cares to see. And it doesn't matter to me. But the pick will be Spivak. Uh, the uh, the bet is going to be over one and a half. And uh, let's just cross our fingers that uh, that the old man can survive. Moving up to the main event of the evening, featherweight division. The only fight on the entire card that has somebody ranked in the top ten of a division. And we've got the Korean Zombie. Chen Sanjong taking on Dan Ige. Ige? Ige? I don't know. I still don't know how to pronounce it, but it's one of those. Yeah, you just say them all, and and you get one right. Uh, I think Ray Cooper just beat that boring Russian. I, I hope yep. he did. Yep. Um, better. Yep. Better give it what do yeah. we got in this main event? Man, I, if, this is a, a really, really tough fight for me to... Uh, to pick a winner in. Um, I'm not sure what's, I, I feel like zombies getting a, a little old at this point. Um, 34. That, that was a, that was a pretty tough fight against Ryan Ortega. I know Ortega, his, his striking and shit look, you know, very improved, but man, should, should a zombie really got like that, technically outstruck on his feet against Brian Ortega. Um, I'm just not so sure about that. Uh, Ige's, uh, just, just his chin and endurance and the pace he's going to put on here. Um, I, I don't know if Zombie can can take it for five rounds. Um, we, we talked about before the show how Zombie's, you know, uh, talking like he's kind of upset he's in all these five-round main events and he'd like some three-round fights. I'm not sure if that's I don't want to take the damage or um, I'm just not good late in these fights uh, lately. So um, it, it's tough, man, for me to pick a winner. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning zombie. Cause I, I, I still think he's probably the overall better fighter than Ige is, but um, Ige just seems like it, it's, he's better right now, uh, slightly better right now. And I think his pace, his endurance, um, it might be too much for zombie late, man. So uh, it, this could just be 
I think it's more going to be a really, really close decision. I think this goes probably five rounds. Uh, if not, I, I think it's going to go some rounds in, into the, the fourth and fifth round. And it's just going to be a really close decision that could go either way. Uh, just depends on how much volume guys are putting out in these rounds. And um, I, I'm going to pick Zombie. I just think he's the, the slightly better fighter. And he's, uh, and he's plus money. Um, but my, my bet's going to just be, uh, the over here. Um, I think we see some, some rounds here and, um, I'm going to bet the over and, and, and hope we do. And pick is going to be zombie and tout master because he's, because he's the dog and in a really, really close one. Sean. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> zombie did get absolutely run over by Ortega. It was kind of a weird fight. I mean, it, it was, Fairly competitive until he got hit with that spinning shit, and then it seemed like he was just on autopilot. Like, I don't know if he remembers most of the rest of that fight. Um, <laughs> it just seems like he was going through the motion, and he showed his durability that he always does and, and didn't get finished there. Um, Zombie has still shown a, a lot against some pretty high-level fighters. Um, I know he hasn't fought much uh, consistently. Um Ige, Ige's still a guy that, I don't know, like, he, he obviously he got beat by Cater. Uh, I thought Cater was going to finish him, but Ige's obviously a tough dude. He he can't really be finished by, by anybody, um, it seems like. Um, he, he lost that Barboza fight. Don't, don't even talk to me about that one. Um, we, we don't even revisit that again. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And then he's he's beat some guys that he should beat. Uh, I, I, I'm just not sold on Ige. Uh, I think when she, when you move up to the upper echelon, his his skills just don't they don't show out as much as they do against the lower lower level competition. Um, I'm probably much more inspo- exposed uh, on on Zombie in this fight than I would normally would, but. There's nothing to fucking bet on this card. So I uh, I put three units on Zombie at plus 110. It would probably normally be a, a two-unit bet or something like that, but that's what uh, happens on a, a card this trash. I just think he, he he's still a, a, a little bit more skilled fighter on the feet. I got plus money. I'll, I don't think Ige is going to be able to take him down and hold him down. Um like Wes, I do think this fight goes long just because both these guys are extremely durable. So um, I, I expect uh, Zombie to get a decision win. Yeah, I, I think the the biggest thing to take away is kind of what you guys said about their worst performances is, you know, a, a recent one for Zombie in that Ortega fight where he got beat up for the better part of five rounds and Ige, when he went and fought uh, Qatar, he got beat up for five rounds. Um, so both guys can take it. Both guys can survive. And I do think it is a really close fight. Uh, I don't think that Zombie is as bad as he looked in the last three or so rounds of that Ortega fight. Um, and... I think that Ige has improved significantly since the Qatar fight. So uh, I think this is going to be competitive, but I think that whoever's landing the bigger shots, the other guy is going to be able to eat them and, and keep moving forward. So uh, I like this fight going some distance. Uh, just looking at 
the the lines that we've got out there. Um, you can take fight goes distance at minus one hundred five is the best price. Uh, it looks like Penny has uh, an over four and a half at minus one hundred five as well, so that's not bad. But uh, honestly, it's not too much more expensive to to get that extra round in your pocket in case something weird happens. So I'd probably look at taking the over three and a half at minus one thirty five. Just pay the uh, the little bit of extra juice. Uh, when somebody gets stopped in the first round, you can tell me that I cost you 30 extra cents. I won't give a shit um, because none of this is real. Um, none of us are, are staking our, our mortgages on this shit. Um, but, yeah, I, I think this fight probably goes to decision. I, I'm just going to pay for the, the little bit of extra insurance like all of the uh, the shitty blackjack players do. And and take the over three and a half instead. So, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it. It it doesn't feel like we ever really hit the main card until we got to the last fight of that card. But uh, uh, apparently, that is the entire UFC Vegas twenty nine card. ESPN Plus. Uh, I'm sure Sean knows the number. Uh, it's actually on big ESPN. Hilariously enough. Oh my! This one's God. on. Ooh. Are you serious? Rough. Yeah. Wow. Right. I I mean, at least that means it's going to be an earlier start time, right? Yeah, I think so. Although I have to say, in summer, always start later. UFC. What are you doing? The sun's out. Yeah. The guns are out. The opposite. <laughs> it should be the opposite way in in the winter time. You know, yeah. start this shit early. We're exactly. all in the house. We just want to watch. Yeah. Summertime later. Start later. Let me enjoy the sunshine while it's here. Um, but we, we've got some other big fights to talk about this week. Uh, apparently, oh Anderson Silva, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. Eh? Oh, uh, they, the sadness they, is real. They just announced that Oscar's coming back and fighting Vitor. Vitor? Uh, Coming up, yeah. hey, like they're Dude, taking over. This shit's I, taking over. It, it is. I honestly, I want to see that Oscar Vitor fight. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Vitor, Vitor, Vitor. He might put he might put Oscar's cor- uh, cocaine snorting ass in a grave. Finally, like seriously. I, I I'm not sure that Oscar realizes what the size difference is going to be in that fight. Like even if they weigh the same, like yeah. they're not going to. <laughs> and he's going to weigh one ninety, and Oscar's going to weigh one seventy, I think. Yeah, and wow. and th- this isn't like Lil Floyd against one of the the shitty Paul brothers. This is an actual fucking killer. <laughs> yes, yeah. on like, all the juice. Oh Ooh. yeah, like even uh, a lame coked out Oscar is a better boxer than Vitor. But this has the makings of uh, a fight that where those things don't matter. Where he's yeah. just that much bigger, that much stronger, that much faster, <laughs> that much more juiced. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. wait to watch that. I want yeah. to see that badly. Be a nice cleanser after UFC Vegas 29. <laughs> no, is that one this week? That no, one's not that, for a while. No. Oh, no, it's not for like a month or something, isn't it? The Anderson the one... Was- yeah, is that one this week? I think so. 
No, I think that's a little bit of ways too. If I'm no, I think it's a little bit of ways that yeah. fucked that up. Really? Okay. Uh, no, nope. June June nineteenth. Oh, so it's a, next week. No. Oh no, no. that's this week. That's, what the fuck? That's in two days. <laughs> what the fuck? Wow. Wow. Yep. Uh, yeah, our our boy got it right. Uh, that's a better fight than probably anything on this on this card. Hell yeah. 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 I'm, I'm mean, looking forward to that. Anderson's been in, like, he's been in the cage against good fighters. It's not like he's been fighting shit fighters or had a huge layoff or anything. So he can still get in there and, yeah, like, and, and, he'll, he'll lose a boxing match to a guy that can actually box and, and knows yeah. what to do in there. But he'll keep it competitive, I think. Junior's a little shit bag, though. Like. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully Anderson pieces this motherfucker up. I would, I would really enjoy that. What, what do we got for odds on that? Does anybody know? I'm sure they, they got something those. out there. Oh yeah. I mean, they, they released odds for the fake fight minus so. eight. Well, you can get minus six seventy five. Chavez plus five hundred. Ooh, Andy. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I mean, just because it's fucking Chavez Jr. standing there in his little pea gundies eating a bowl of fucking cereal, mm-hmm. motherfucker. I'm going to have to take a little bit of Anderson. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to have to do it. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We'll be back next week for whatever the card is. I, I don't know. Um, ooh, Volkov and Gone. That, um, that sounds like a barn burner. No, no. Uh, <laughs> My but, God. Um, I'm, I'm gonna watch some, uh, Rory McDonald and the only man to ever defeat Khabib, uh, Jangleeson Herculano Alves, the God. Um, Juice on PFL. So, yeah. He, he looks very well, uh, except in, like, the face. He looks like he's about 70 in his face. Weather. But everything else looks fantastic. All right, that's going to do it. We'll see you next week for that card.